Welcome to the Disney Points Podcast, where our goal is to help you take that dream Disney vacation without blowing through your savings. With ticket costs and hotel prices constantly on the rise, we want to show you what's possible when you introduce credit card points and miles to the Disney equation. I'm Kim Shearer, and you can find me on my blog, vacationpointers.com, or at my Instagram account, at vacation underscore pointers. And I'm Sam Holland, and you can find me on the web at almostfreetraveling.com, or on Instagram at Almost Free Traveling. And now, this is the Disney Points Podcast. Well, Kim, Disney surprised and delighted everyone by offering new annual pass purchases available April 2023. Yay! I know. So I don't know about you, but some followers have asked if it makes financial sense to purchase passes and how to earn and burn points for passes. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so here's a little overview. And by the way, all of this is on the Disney website. You can look it up and read it. That's what I did. I just researched and read every <laughs> single thing they had. Uh -huh. So the Pixie Pass, the Pixie Dust Pass, that was already available. That um, is not new. But okay. the, the Incredipass... The Sorcerer Pass and the Pirate Pass will resume new sales and can be purchased online beginning April 20th, 2023, 12 a.m. That's April 19th at midnight. Okay. <laughs> so eligible Disney Vacation Club members will have the opportunity to purchase the DVC Disney Sorcerer Pass online beginning April 13th, 2023. Ooh, a, a jump start. Mm-hmm as part of membership magic so if you can squeeze in if you can buy dvc between now and now because we're probably posting this the day <laughs> on april 13th never mind if you're if you already have dvc though you have an you have an advantage um because certain... they still have seven days right in between yeah that's their true. first day and when the yeah okay yeah um and we're going to qualify that in a minute certain dvc members so florida res Florida residents can finance any of these passes by putting down a $205 down payment on either of the Florida resident specific passes, which we'll get into in a minute. And then they can pay the rest off monthly with no interest, which is kind of cool. Okay. So Kim and I are moving there. We just <laughs> wanted to announce. It's been my plan all along. It seems like a good time. Um. Just kidding. If I were moving south, it would be to Anaheim, but I'm not doing that either. So all passes offer up to 20% off select dining and merchandise. I do like that. I know. We I didn't look into pass it holders at one time. That was a very nice. That was nice. Wait, I forgot. I feel like you I told know. me 25 times and I always I forget. So what did you get 20% like off of? Yeah. Any merchandise and food. Any merchandise? Okay, you're asking me to jog my memory, and I think so. I that's how I remember it. I mean, that's pretty cool. But if you're yeah. listening, look it up and see. I'm sure there's some sort of yeah. This was in 2012. Read the fine print. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and then also, of course, the quantity of passes will be limited, and passes or a pass type may become unavailable for purchase at any time. And let me just tell you, that's probably going to happen because that's, that's the way the world is. You can't get Taylor no. Swift tickets. <laughs> you can't get Panda Dunk Nikes. Well, because there's so much pent up 
I don't know. Everybody's been waiting. It's a supply chain issue. It is. It'll even out, but it's going to be a while. So (laughs) we're all going to be okay. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Okay. So Kim, tell us about the passes that are for Florida residents only. Okay. So you have to live in Florida to get the two most affordable passes. Um, There's the $300 weekday Pixie Pass. Um, That one was already available where you can book three rolling weekday reservations at a time. Unless you book a Disney resort, which then you can book unlimited park reservations with your pass. Um, And then now Florida residents can also opt for the $749 pirate pass. And that includes weekends, but still has peak and holiday days blocked out. And you can book four rolling reservations at a time with that one. I would get a pixie dust pass if I lived in Florida. Oh, I would absolutely have one. We would go together and we would just, we were home with our kids and they were All little, the some, some of them are under two. It's a weekday. Mm-hmm. Can you picture Let's, it? Yes. It'd be so fun. Yeah. Um, and we even asked one of our Disney friends who is a Florida resident. I knew that she already had the pixie dust pass and she said she'll probably upgrade to the pirate pass so they can go on weekends, but she has really liked the pixie dust pass because she has a flexible schedule and they can go a lot. And also it forces you to go when the crowds are low. Yeah, that's so true. Who wants to be there on Christmas? It's like going to be jam-packed. Mm-hmm. I did that at Universal. I hated it. It was miserable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm sure Disney's very similar. Yep. So I like that. Forces you to go when crowds are low. I know. I thought that was good reasoning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, next is the Sorcerer Pass, which has a cool name, which makes you want it. But this is only for Florida residents or DVC owners who bought DVC direct or bought resale before 2016. Okay. This pass is $969 plus tax, and you don't have peak days blocked out, just some holidays blocked. And you can have five rolling reservations at a time. And like we said earlier, DVC owners uh, get early access to these. That's kind of nice. I mean, I think they should. They deserve something. Yeah. They're spending a lot of money. Yeah. Um, a friend of ours who owns a couple of DVC contracts told us they're probably going to try to purchase these for their entire family. They go that much. This mm-hmm. is going to be, they'll go more than they used to, right? Um, they're DVC owners. They go all the time. They're a military family, so they even get those extremely discounted military tickets, but they felt like the annual passes were an even better deal for them personally because they want to go even more than they do now. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so finally, there's the Disney Pass, which, Sam, I know you don't like that they called it that because that feels very Disneyland, right? With That's the right. Coaster. Why did they use that one at Disneyland? I don't know. Disney doesn't always make sense. No one asked me. No one asked you was right, but I, I I think I agree with you on that one. But this one costs $1,399 plus tax and is open to anyone who can snag one at midnight, April 19th, um, or 12 a.m., April 20th, if we're being specific, um, and no blockout dates apply to this one. And we have a friend who's going to try and buy one of these. She owns DVC, but it was a resale contract um, purchased after 2016, so she's unfortunately not eligible for the Sorcerer Pass. Um, but she did save $8,000 by buying it resale and not buying it directly from Disney. So if you look at it that way, she's coming out ahead. <laughs> um, she's going to try for one of these and she already purchased tickets for a May trip. But what's cool is that Disney is allowing you to apply the value of any valid unexpired tickets that are not used 
towards an annual pass purchase, which I think is pretty cool. I that I've seen that on I mean, I read a lot of threads in Facebook groups and on Instagram and this is what people ask more than anything. They're like, I already booked my trip. Mm, and Disney yeah. will let you apply it to your annual pass. Calm down, everybody. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. <laughs> um, we also wanted to mention there's two add-ons to that one. You can add um, unlimited. Is it to that one or all of them? All okay. of them. Oh, okay. All right. So you can add this to any of them. You can add unlimited photo pass for $99 a year. You can add unlimited water park and sports option for $99 a year. Um, photo pass ranges from $69 a day to $109, $199 for an entire trip. So, so if you really love photo pass, that's a, that's a big savings because that's huge one, one time. I know people that get it every time and they're we going do. multiple times a year. Do you yeah. share it though? We do. We share it. We've never shared that tip on here, but I don't I think. I think we'll have to do an episode. Yeah, you can look for Facebook groups where you can share PhotoPass with other people. We'll do an episode about it. Okay. Should you get a pass? Kim, are you getting a pass? No. I Maybe wish I had money for a pass. <laughs> are you getting a pass, Sam? No. If I no. got a pass, it would be for California. <laughs> That's true. It's expensive for us to fly to Disney World so all the Orlando. time. Yeah. yeah. I usually, I go if I'm joining Darren for work. So his ticket mm -hmm. is paid for. I mean, it's a, you know, business expense. So no, we're not getting a pass. And I think it depends, you know, tickets. This is very hard to say how much a Disney ticket costs because they're dynamically priced. But the tickets mm -hmm. range from $99 to $150 a day, depending on the day, the park, did you know Animal Kingdom is cheaper? It's the cheapest. They, yeah, they're yeah. all ranked. It's all strange. I wish they would just make it easy. They don't. Everything they're, feels so complicated now. They're trying to confuse you. We still love Disney, but I know they're they're not making it easy. Anyway, and when you're confused, you spend more money. It's <laughs> you just throw up your hands and get yes. the pass. Fine, just take it. Take all of it. Well, even how many days your trip is. It affects the price because the days get cheaper the longer you right. stay. So if you go for five days, it's $99 a day. So anyway, I, I don't know. If, for instance, you live out of state and you consider an average ticket is $125 a day, you need to visit the parks how many times a year to make an Incredipass worth it? Over 10? Probably. Yeah. A lot. A lot. Most people won't do that. I think so too. So a couple other things to consider. Florida, did you know this Florida residents already save 30% on three-day tickets and 40% on four-day tickets? Florida residents. Yeah. Does that fluctuate? I feel like I've looked into that before and it's like, well, maybe, maybe that doesn't. Maybe. maybe they just have like occasional promotions where it's like even a little bit better. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Stay, stay tuned for those. And then there's convention tickets, which Kim and I have been trying to tell you guys about. You can save up to 30% <laughs> off just pretending to go to a conference. That's right. <laughs> and then, of course, military families save up to 40% off-ish. Six annual tickets for up to a family of six. So there are a lot of discounts you can get without getting an annual pass. Mm -hmm. Just remember yeah. that. Yeah. So, all right. It's a no for me. but It's a no for me, too. But price it out. It might be yes. for you. Price it out. And then if you want to figure out a way to save more or to use points for these passes, that's where you want to listen. Start paying mm -hmm. attention. Mm -hmm. Okay. So first there's the gift card method. Um, 
we've talked about this in our masterclass. We've talked about it on several of the episodes. Um, but you can purchase enough if you can purchase enough discounted Disney gift cards to pay for your pass. Um, you could save a chunk of money that way. And so you can go back and listen to our gift card episode specifically to learn more about that. Does mm-hmm. you know the name of that one? Does it have? Do you remember the name? Hmm. Just look for gift card somewhere mm-hmm. in the title. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, to burn points on an annual pass means that you're going to be cashing out your points, which I feel like I say this all the time, not my favorite way to do it, but it's an option. So you mm-hmm. can use points from a city premiere. You can use points from Bank of America premium rewards card or any of the Chase Ultimate rewards. Um, this won't work on a Capital One purchase eraser card like the Venture or the Venture X um, because when you purchase annual passes, they're almost definitely, we're like 99% sure that if you purchase those annual passes directly from Disney, they're going to code as entertainment and not travel. Um, so that's not a great option. Capital One is not a great option for this. Um, and if you were to cash out your Capital One points, they like, they cheat you so bad. They only give you like 50 cents per point, mm-hmm. which is horrible. So those are some ideas. But I think, don't you think the best thing to do would be to open a new card? And purchase your annual pass as part of the minimum spend. Yeah, I think so. I mean, if you're if you're a Disney diehard and this is you're gonna buy a pass, you might as well quickly yeah. complete a minimum spend. Yeah, because if on most minimum spend, you're earning between five and ten times points on the purchase during your welcome bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you know something I learned when I was researching this? Besides a welcome bonus spend, do you know the best card to purchase an annual pass on? And earn the highest dividend. Tommy, I think this is interesting. We've never talked about it, but it's the Capital One Saver card. We don't even have an affiliate link for this, guys. We're just telling you because we love you, okay? (laughs) So this card is apparently pretty great. Like, a lot of the blogs like it because it gets things like 10% cash back on Uber and Uber Eats, 8% cash back on Capital One Entertainment. I don't know what that is. 5% cash back on hotels and rental, rental cars booked through Capital One Travel, here's where it gets good. 4% cash back on dining, entertainment, and streaming <laughs> services. So 4% cash back if it causes entertainment. Yeah, it's not. It's pretty good. It's it's one more percent back. So I'm not jumping up and down yet. Wait, one more percent than what? Then like dining. Well, okay, entertainment's a special one. You don't yeah. really, you rarely get a multiplier in entertainment. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. This, I see what you're saying. I'm just saying, yeah. um, okay. Well, here's, I will also add this Go sort ahead. of like the chase cards that you can pair, like the biz cards that you can pair with the software preferred. Yeah. I see where you you're can, going. Yeah. You can pair this one with the Venture X and mm-hmm. turn all your cash back into Capital One Miles. Anyway, so, I mean, if you want to earn a bunch of, Capital One points. Like the, what would you? How would you describe the sweet spot for Disney fans for Capital One points? I mean, I always think of international flights or maybe flights to Alani, mm, or like a Vacasa rental, something mm-hmm. like that. There are some Wyndoms that are close to Disney that are only like seventy five hundred points a night. Yeah, I just saw Disney Point Gals post about that. I know that's that's where I got it. Yes. I have looked into Wyndom before. I don't know why I've. I guess I just wanted to be on property, so I, I um, yeah, I didn't consider yeah, it. Yeah. But it is an option. Yeah. I and think it it's a, take two, a lot of points. I think it's a $200 cash back. Okay. 
is the bonus for opening that card. So I don't know if you want to just open a card, like have a 524 hit getting this Capital One Safer card, but maybe it would make sense for you if you really want to maximize points you're going to earn buying an annual pass. Yeah. And I was thinking for someone like me, I have a Venture X and I have a Venture. Really, I don't need both of those. I would probably keep my Venture X and I could potentially downgrade my Venture to a, so this card, to the Saver one. That's an option. That's actually, that's excellent. But get the 75,000 uh, point bonus on the Venture because you can only have two personal cards from Capital One open at the same time. So I think maybe you should, why don't you downgrade one of your Venture X's? Don't you and Ross both, ha both have them? Uh, you know, that's an option too. I don't, I have to think about that. I think I like having the travel credit. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I have, um, authorized, I have my parents as authorized users, so they get the priority pass access. Ah, uh, yes. So, yeah, but we probably even have enough on Ross's that I could do with just one. I don't mm -hmm. know. I have to think about that more. So in summary, price it out. See if annual passes work for you. See if they make sense. Um, maybe be willing to spend a little more than you normally would on admission in a year so that you could have unlimited access to the parks. Um, and only you can decide if it's worth cashing out your points for a pass or how to strategically earn the most points purchasing your pass. So there's lots to think about. I think my vote is I'm not going to get one. I think, Sam, you're probably not either, right? No, but best of luck to all of you and may the odds be ever in your favor. I mean, you really, it's scarce yeah, around it's... here. It's supplies are scarce in the world. <laughs> We're crossing our fingers for you. Tell DM us and tell us if you got the pass. We want to hear your story. I know. I do too. Yeah. Kim and I love bringing you Disney content every week. Thanks for showing your support by using the credit card affiliate links in the show notes. It costs you nothing and means everything to us. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode of the Disney Points Podcast, where we'll unpack another way to save on your next Disney vacation. See you real soon.